Hi, you're listening to Creatrix Culture. I'm your host, Sarah Wolf. Today, Jess and I are going to just run with it, and I'll title it later. This cool. is Jess Hendrick. She's been on the show before. She is a conscious relationship coach. We have been going through the portals of the things, of the layers, of the... Um, it has been on fire this week for us. Has it ever? The conversations and what has arisen and what we've cleared and... Like we've been talking about doing this episode from so many different angles now. <laughs> yeah. But then everything's rapidly changing. So yeah, we're going to like go with it, but just right out of the gate, changing about the stories and our past and our traumas and what I was beginning to explain to her of what happened last night, which I'm really charged up about. So I'm going to bring everyone up to speed is like, I get it. I get, I really get it. You know, like you are the creative, your creator of your own life. And it's like, I, intellectually understood that and there's many things that I like can intellectually understand I can intellectually comprehend but when something actually lands in the body when you actually have the actual knowing and you can't think to know mm -hmm. oh yeah you just know and you know when you know and you can't speed up the knowing no. it comes when the information is ready for you to understand mm -hmm. so being the creator of your own life, it's okay. You're going to, you're going to love this one because I'm going to use the correlation to plant medicine. Perfect. Okay. When I was young, I would like, let's say the first time I ever did mushrooms, I took a eighth of mushrooms on an empty stomach. I just like 17 years old, blasted out into the universe, completely no control. And whatever is going to happen is going to happen. And I have no control in this and it's going to do whatever it wants to me. And I'm going to have to dodge and duck and survive and move through this game, right? I've been doing life like that. Yeah. I really didn't, even though people told me I had control and I am the creator of this life, I still really actually fundamentally didn't believe it and didn't really get how because of something we're going to talk to about today as well is programming. Oh, yeah. So last year or two years ago now, when I really started to understand plant medicine on a deeper level and really understand the co-relationship that you can have with it and communicate with the plants and work together through the medicine journey, instead of it just overtaking you and you have mm -hmm. to go on a roller coaster ride of wherever it wants to take you, that you are a co-creator in the experience of what the hallucinogenics want to show you or whatever medicine that you're doing. It's, it, you're not out of control, right? So through everything we've been talking about, which will go down so many paths today, it finally dropped in last night. It, it actually, from the episode before this, which I highly recommend if you haven't listened to, go back and listen to The Power of Water because this was, this conversation with Brenda Banda on top of the like rabbit hole that we went into to like four and a half, we had a four and a half hour conversation the night before that went into like, what time do we get done? Like two o'clock in the morning or something? Yeah, we just couldn't. It was like, because our journeys have been so similar and we're both in similar places in our lives. Like I'm 42, you're 43. And we have done so much work on ourselves and really been so committed to this journey and like supporting other people on their journeys. And we were kind of like, but what, why is it still not kind of, why is it still stuck? <laughs> What's happening? Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. we're like, we really feel that we are Queens who are really rich. And like, we're on that end, we're like still struggling with like, even the fundamental piece of finances. Right. Yeah. Or we yeah. feel like we see this vision of like this partner of this person of this life, but we're still living singularly in our homes with our pets disconnected from this vision that keeps showing up, but we're not sure how to get there. And we've done so much work and why are we still 
essentially feeling or looking like we're in the exact same place. Right. Right. Yeah. And how do we get to what we want? Right. Exactly. I don't know. Still, I'm going to have to sit with what shifted in this conversation of water yesterday. And it was a, I don't even know where it landed, to be honest. I would have to go back and listen to the episode and be like that, that part, right? I don't think it really matters. All I know is I sat down to meditation last night. We'll rewind the story that I told in that episode. And I told you of how I shifted the, my new alcoholic boss, like raging alcoholic boss that he was coming at me mm-hmm. the other week with some really crazy energy. And I sat down into meditation fully in my power and alignment and fully like in my gifts. And I was like, went into some energy work and I like moved it. And I, I like shielded myself. And I literally was like spitting Mm. out of my mouth, like no more. Like you will never approach me in that energy ever again. Mm -hmm. You're alcoholic demons. You're this, that you have you, I do not give you permission to approach me from that vibration ever again. And I did some massive shielding even there that I've never even done before. So then I go back to work and for days, he won't even look at me. (laughs) He won't even stand next to me. Yeah. And we have a banter, like in normal time, like I've never had a normal conversation with him in my life. I, we just like go back and forth, back and forth. He won't even banter to me. He won't even look me in the eye. And I sat with that and I was like, okay, that's some shit right there. If I can do that, Mm -hmm. then when last night what dropped into me is that we truly 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 are the creators of our life bad and good and what has really like added to that is the conversations with you and Matt and the program you know I'm not into the A's I I, I just in the 12 steps like yeah just that whole thing I'm just yeah it's not my thing But there was something that kept coming up that you guys were talking about of just like, really, what's my part in it and owning owning my part to stuff. And I don't want to say in different things, I was in a necessarily like the word of like victimhood, but I was in an essence of victimhood, right? I was in an essence of like, I don't have control of this. The universe is going to do whatever you want. I'm contracted to have these experiences and there's nothing I can do about it. And people are just going to stab me and hit me and hurt me. And I just have to witness it and get beaten. And like, I, 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 I just, this is the, I guess this is the shit road that I signed up for Mm -hmm. and there's nothing I can do about it. Yeah. Yeah. But what is my Part. part? Yeah. Where am I saying yes? Or where am I still allowing this and all of a sudden it was like fucking God, universe, source, angels, guides, everyone just showered down on me last night. And they're like, you create every single mm-hmm. part of it. Yeah. That is your creation. They are avatars. Yes. They are nothing but avatars. Anything you want. Do you understand your power? If you can sit in meditation and throw some fucking energy out there and make someone not come at you in a certain vibration, where else can you sit Mm. in your fucking power, throwing your energy out in the way you need to shift things to finally create this life that you are unable to obtain right now because you are coming at it from a completely wrong angle? Yeah. You need to sit your fucking ass down every single night in meditation at this altar. And you need to start creating. Yes. Yes. Because that's all it is. It's not deserving. It's not that anyone's better or worse. It's not that you're cursed. It's not from your fucking family. Those are things are, yes, you're going to have to sift through and you're going to have to unravel your trauma. And you're going to go into your meditation now and unravel the fucking tapes that you allowed to get raveled and get replayed over and over and over and over again. And this goes back to a couple of days ago where it's like, no more. Yes. We're done. Yes. But there's still work to do on it because what I was shown is I have to sit and unravel, but I also have to sit and create. Yes. Amen to that. From a very conscious a very taking responsibility 
-hmm. for every part of it. Mm -hmm. And what was shown is something that you guys talk about, like you and Alma and Santos and everyone in the conscious partnership, or even it might even be up beyond that. I'm, I'm not remembering where the sources are to this. When you shift, when you do the yes. work in shift, yes, other people with not even understanding yes. what the fuck is happening are going to show up to your life differently. Yes. Yes. That even if it's the same person that was acting a fool. Yes. 24 hours prior. Yes. If you really align and do the work, everyone's going to fall in a place differently because they have to. Yeah. But until you understand your power in that, your true God power, we are God. We are extensions of God. We are expressions of God. What expression of God do you want to be today? What expression do you want to play out? Do you want to be the ultimate expression of God that we can have the ultimate life that we want? Or do we want to keep playing this shadow aspect of God and sit in our fucking stupid shit and be complaining all the time and broke all the time and not fulfilling up to our biggest potential that we can possibly be on this earth? But we have to shut the fuck up <laughs> and stop crying, mm. stop blaming and own our part in it. Yeah. So then what happened was all of a sudden a song lyric dropped in to my head. And I'm going to tell you what song it is because it's from like the seventies or something. And it's super tramps. Give a little bit. Oh, give a little bit of your love to me. Yeah. Give a little bit of your life. I'll give, or you, will you give a little bit of your life to me or whatever? It came in so hard. I don't even remember the last time I heard that song. And I was like, okay, I hear you. I'm going to put it on YouTube. So I put it on YouTube and I danced my ass off last mm -hmm. night. I put it on like six times on repeat <laughs> and in front of my altar, I danced and I danced and I was like, holy shit. I miss dancing. Yeah. I miss celebrating. I miss partying. I miss <laughs> living. I miss laughing. I miss loving. It's been so heavy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I just want to go dancing for the first time in my life. I want to go dancing. And I was like, I'm ready to create from this space of excitement again, from yeah. I don't give a fuck what's going on in the world. I don't fucking yeah. care what's outside my door. That has nothing to do with me because if I'm in the creator of my life, I don't care about the baby eaters. I don't care about the demonic people down the street. They can go live their fucking demonic life. I'm going to sit every yeah. day and create the life that I see and raise my vibration so high that my new earth is in my sphere. Yeah. So then it was even like, okay, if you can do all that and you're sick of these gray skies, well then why don't you sit in meditation and move the fucking weather and bring the sun back out and create this life exactly the way you want it. Mm -hmm. Some days we need gray days. We need the winter. We need the downtime, but like, let's go back to living. So then take it a step further. Once I'm done dancing my fucking ass off, I come back out here. I'm cuddling with Maley and Pache, an old place that I worked at on and off for over 20 years. I wasn't even meditation, but I was like thrown into back into meditation and into a vision of Dolores Cannon talks about how in this plane, and we talked about this the other day, we are in a play. Yeah. And before we come here, we all sign up for a part. Like I'm going to be this asshole to you at this moment and this cool person to you at this other moment. And we're going to, I'm going to do this and we're going to do that and to play off of our traumas and our things so that we can grow. So one day you're going to be this person's you know, over here, you're going to be the antagonist and over here, you're going to be the protagonist and blah, 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 blah. And it came to me like this because every time I go back to Pache and these group of people that I've known some of them for 20 years in this restaurant. And I used to make a joke because this healer told me that the reason why I couldn't leave this restaurant is because I had a karmic tie to it. And my joke was I was going to sit everyone down and be like, are we good? Can I leave? Like, do we have to work something out? Like, can I please get out of this restaurant, right? But when I went back to visit the other week for a birthday party, which turned, we shut down the restaurant, everyone's dancing, everyone's drinking, everyone's having a good time. The party moved over to a friend's house where we danced and sang and played and laughed and talked all night long. 
And I woke up with so much joy in my heart because it did bring me so much drama. It did bring me so much trauma. It brought me everything. But at the end of the day, still, we're all family Mm -hmm. and we all love each other so much. So I have this vision of us. It would be like the end of the end of the movie. Right. And like, we're all back in heaven, but it's Pache, (laughs) like in all the players. Right. And we're all have closed the restaurant down and we're dancing and we're singing and we're like isn't that funny what you fucking did to me like you did a really good job playing that part and like dude that was so much and like we're all going around like talking about what happened down on earth yeah I like that and we're like and then someone who I've had like the biggest heartache in my entire life he shows up there and I just have this moment where I'm like I fucking love you come here and thank you Mm. thank you for playing the most gnarly fucking part that damn near killed me Mm. because I had to face so much of my shadows I had to face so much of my darkness I had to face so much of my self-worth my self-confidence my self-love And I'm like, and we just like hugged and then I started crying Mm. and it was like fucking beautiful. Yeah. And I woke up today and I'm like, oh yeah. Yeah. There, there's another song too, that I want to like, it's called dreamer Uh by Aisha Badu or something Mm. like that. Mm -hmm. And it says, we forgot this place is magic. Anything you want, you can have it. Mm-hmm. And I've listened to that while I'm doing plant medicine and look in my own eyes in the mirror. And I'm like, right. Like that is the truth. Mm-hmm. It is the truth. Mm-hmm. And I will say like, just having known you for the last however many years, like, and witnessed you today, like you're at this place today where you, you've like transcended so much and healed and alchemized and released so much that you're like shining and glowing and in this energy of love and creation and your divinity and like for anybody listening who's like maybe not there like this has been a fucking journey a journey journey and I mean and you can go back to listen to the episodes of even you know of this podcast from like day one when I started it and there'll be a lot of the journey that you will walk with yeah yeah and and so and like all of the Cause I, I, I don't love the, the term victim mode. Cause mm-hmm. I feel like it's um, like kind of cruel. Like mm-hmm. if someone's in pain and we're like, oh, you're in victim mode or I'm in victim mode. It's like, but well, maybe you're just, you're in pain. Right. And there needs to be a place to feel that or process it or hold it or whatever's needed in that moment. So all of these experiences though, are, are the vehicle for our expansion. Like how mm-hmm. could we expand and grow and ascend if we did not have these avatars to bump into or bounce off of or relate to right like that's why we were here like you said like everyone's playing a role and that's what I mentioned the other day is like I think it's a course in miracles that says like at some point we'll play every role like we'll be the victim we'll be the we'll be the perpetrator we'll be whoever right Mm -hmm. and we're all going to play every role so and I love that idea of like when it's all said and done, like just all dancing together and celebrating, like, like we did a great job. Yeah. Like I really was like a fucking asshole to you. <laughs> like you were such a dick at that moment. Like you fuck you, right? <laughs> you ripped my heart open. Yeah. Like, like, but like those are so, oh, there's so much to say, but like the, the trauma and everything is, is also a vehicle, right? Because that's where our stories get laid in and imprinted in our subconscious, but then it gives us something to transcend and overcome, right? Because mm-hmm. at some point we get to just see our story like on repeat and it gets really fucking boring. It gets so boring. Like when I just saw my story repeating the other day, I was like, are you got to be kidding me? Uh-huh. And I was sharing, like, I've been just telling everybody about our conversations lately. Cause I'm like, dude, this, my friend, Sarah, like, and I'm like, you have to meet her. <laughs> like this girl is like dialed in. But the fact that you took like, <laughs> like, it's almost, it's almost funny, but not right. Like, but the fact that you took two years, two years 
to heal and, and really focus on yourself and developing that love and that relationship with yourself and allowing yourself to go to the darkest, most painful places. And most alone. So I went two years without sex and dating and pretty much without money. And I had my healing stuff here and there, but not Mm -hmm. having steady income. And I spent a lot of time in this here apartment. If you're watching this on YouTube by myself with my dog, Mm -hmm. I couldn't even afford to leave some people. I couldn't even afford food at some points. Like people had to feed me. Um, Thank God for my family to help me like at least keep a roof over my head and Mm -hmm. a roof over her head. But I really do think during that time, I had to do a massive reset because even before that, I just kept pulling in the exact same fucking thing. And I was spun Mm -hmm. in this sexual cycle too, Mm -hmm. that it was like, it was so detrimental and it was so unhealthy and it was so fucking traumatic, even in my body. Mm. And the only, I didn't plan to go two years. It just kept going. Mm -hmm. And there was one moment, like, I think a year in, I didn't know if I would ever find anyone attractive again. Mm. I didn't know if I would ever have sex again. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want anyone to fucking touch me. Right, right. Like at all. Yeah, yeah. And that's another thing like I just want to acknowledge within you because you listen to what you need, right? So you are you didn't intend to go two years, but you were really tuning in with yourself and listening to what you needed and walking through this fire mm-hmm. and letting it burn away all the places and spaces that really are not your true essence. And I was sober. And you were sober and me too. With nowhere, <laughs> nothing. I had no outlet. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, there was times I didn't even want to masturbate. Like yeah. I just didn't want anything. I just needed it all to fuck off. And I remember somebody asked me, they're like, oh, are you dating? I'm like, no, I need everyone to get the fuck away from me is what I need. <laughs> yeah and there are- and even friendships I think right. I even stopped hanging out with anyone I think yeah. I only hung out with a few people on my street just because they were here and I'm like yeah. I need to have a little bit of like interaction well and it was also during the pandemic right so like everyone there was people- no this is when I mean part of it but yeah, yeah everyone went back to life and I'm still I'm on the extended version I'm still yeah. sitting here like <laughs> yeah yeah no but I had periods like, like that too where I have never felt so alone like alone 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 and like for me the way that my trauma gets activated is that like when I'm like alone and there's no one and I'm like just with my pain oh and there was so much of that and like I did I did 90 days of like no men no dating not even male friendships to like dial back in what am I doing in my patterns Mm -hmm. because I could see it and I understood why I, why I'm the way I am, but I kept also pulling in same person, different body. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what the fuck? And it would be like a different variation of someone who's unavailable, right? Like it would be, it would be like guys that didn't want a relationship at all when I was really young. Mm -hmm. And then I did some work and then I attracted guys that did want a relationship. I was like, Oh, good for me. But then they were still unavailable. Like one was going through a divorce. One was a workaholic. One was actually an active addiction and I wasn't aware of it. And then like, it just goes on and on. And it was like different Mm -hmm. variations of unavailability. Mm -hmm. And it was so frustrating because my, one of my deepest desires is to create like a beautiful conscious partnership with someone and have like that sacred union experience and bond. And it's funny because I was talking to Ama, like she coaches me, my mentor, um, Ama and Santos, their husband and wife. And um, yesterday, and I was like, I don't really get it because now I'm at this place where I'm so blessed to do this work where I can support individuals and couples and creating what they desire. But everything we're talking about, like illuminating the patterns, healing the root of them, transcending them and creating a new story and then living in that new story. And like, I have watched my clients do this on repeat from what I have yeah and I'm like okay is this like just a joke now like it's like a cosmic joke yeah right and but but just speaking of like the the joke part of it that's kind of funny is you and I were I was telling you like at 
certain points, I was just like, so pissed, like mad at God, mad at everyone, mad at like these men that like couldn't fucking show up for me. Oh yeah. And like, just so pissed. When I would get triggered into that, they would, all their faces would like line up and they would just be like, and I did that to you. And I did that to you. And yep. You, you know, just abuse you, abuse you. Right. Yeah. And, but what I was saying like to you is like, I just started to find all of it kind of funny at this point. Like, I'm like, holy shit, like how many different variations of this story and experience can happen? And just, it's more of a a comedy than a tragedy now. Like, I'm just like, all right. Like, and you were, I'd love for you to expand on like, you know, the script and like how it follows a certain Mm -hmm. script. But Mm -hmm. just to go back to like what Alma said to me, because I was saying like, okay, so now I'm doing this for work. Right. And I really believe that the next step for me is to have that partnership. Like I'm fucking done Mm -hmm. with the jokes about me being a cat lady and like the jokes about whatever. But look at like my friend yells at me because she calls me a, the peanut gallery and B she's like, you need to shut up with your jokes. Right. Because you are just affirming that one every day. And the universe doesn't understand. No humor. Sure. doesn't. So one reason why, like a lot of people are like, you should be a stand-up comedian. And I really enjoyed it. I took a class once. I had people dying on stage. I wouldn't even get off stage after the red light went on. I just kept going. I'm like, they're laughing. I'm just making shit up now. Like this is like, well, what reason why I didn't stay in stand-up comedy is like the self-deprecation or the yeah. retelling of yeah. these certain aspects, right? Like yes. we need to expand beyond it. So I don't want to make a career of me like in self-deprecation or like different right. stuff. Like right. that that's actually goes completely against like the spiritual practice. It's why I have a problem with the A's and one of my biggest problems, like let's say alcohol, it's anonymous. Mm-hmm is just the simple fact of saying that I have a disease. I don't oh, believe totally. it. I, I don't, I don't yeah. believe that's constructive. Yeah, it's not helping anyone. Um, I, I, that's, that's completely contradicting to mm-hmm. personal empowerment, uh, evolution, expansion, and that we can transcend space and time and completely yes. change the fucking narrative of our lives and create what just dropped in, create something completely new. Yeah. And I was just taking for this restaurant job that I have right now, uh, the alcohol ABC something training or whatever. And like, it literally said in there, alcohol, alcoholism can't be cured. And I looked at that statement. I'm like, that is bullshit. Yeah, it is bullshit. And, and like, I am openly in like 12 step recovery and there are many aspects of these programs that I'm like, no, like that doesn't work for me. And they do say, take what works for you, leave the rest. But there's a lot of like, reworking of the language to make it align with the way that I am in the world to help it support me. And there are pieces of it that I have to just like release and let go, mm-hmm. you know, cause there's no one path, but I definitely don't agree with like, it's incurable. You, you have a disease. Like, I won't even say that the most mm-hmm. I'll say is like dis-ease yeah. because to me, it's more about, it's just another way to illuminate what's happening within me. Mm-hmm. And the steps are really great. They're like a deep dive into yourself mm-hmm. and self-reflection that I actually haven't experienced, even though I've had tons of therapy, tons of coaching more has been illuminated through this process. And like, there are pieces of it that I'm like, uh, uh-uh. like I don't subscribe to that. So I'm totally with you there. But something that, that Amma had said to me, cause I was asking her, cause she's my mentor, her and her husband, like they have this beautiful partnership. That's like my couple goal situation. And <laughs> And she's like, just because you do not have this one piece, like a romantic relationship in this moment, mm-hmm. like look at all of your other relationships and how rich they are and beautiful they are and how like loving and amazing they are. And I was like, that makes so much sense. Like, and it's that programming mm-hmm. around, oh, if it's not this exact form in this exact way, mm-hmm. then something is missing and something is wrong. Mm-hmm. And like, that was what we were also going to speak to, right? Just like the programming. Fucking programming is so deep. So deep. It's so deep. And I was, we were really originally coming into this podcast episode to talk about toxic masculinity yeah. and point a lot of fingers. <laughs> you know, you know, <laughs> and I can't even uh, point the fingers no. now. Um, all what has really been peeled back was mm. really like a more of compassion to both sides. Yeah. Even seeing like my part in the past couple weeks of meeting someone new and how I've shown up in a very, 
okay, I was going to say this. I'm going to rewind for one second because I wanted to drop this in. In Vipassana, Vipassana is a high form of meditation where if you go to a Vipassana retreat, you don't look at anyone or talk to anyone for 10 days. It's mm -hmm. intense. I did it when I was 26. <laughs> one of the teachings of Vipassana is, okay, same mind next life. So Ooh. if you kill yourself, where you end here is where you're going to pick up there, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> so I took two years of no dating, no sex. I might've kissed like one person. I wasn't even into it. Sorry. It happens. <laughs> Apologize to you. It wasn't, <laughs> wasn't about you. It wasn't about you. It was me. <laughs> um, to then come out of it, yes. to go back out into the world, to get a job. So now I'm like back out. I'm back in the third dimension, getting a job, getting a paycheck. And I'm literally not there for like a month. <laughs> And I meet someone and <laughs> right on time. instantly fall into like, well, I fell into his eyes first, <laughs> fell in and I was like, oh, okay. And then like, you know, it all rapid fired, like really fucking fast. <sighs> and I see him all the time. So it's not something that just like happened. And then you're not going to see the person it happened. And then you're still seeing the person mm -hmm. around. And so, so much shit got brought up. So much of my old traumas that I thought I healed got brought back and this and that. And then that's what came and dropped into me also today was the teaching of Apasana. Cause I'm like, mm. I don't get it. Oof. You and who heard me, I'm like, I don't understand. Like I took two years, yeah. I did all this healing. Like I thought I was going to come out and then like my soulmate was going to come and then we were just going to like mm -hmm. meet. Everything's going to be like so fucking beautiful. And we're just going to like run off into the sunset. But instead I feel like I'm being played and like he just ghosted me. Yeah. And like, then when I'm like, you know, sometimes he's being really nice and then he has sex with me and then he's gone and then like I'm like what the fuck is happening yeah and then literally today it was like what dropped in was say my next life was like okay so you took two years yeah but you ran away from this thing that you were dealing with back then mm -hmm. yes you needed to separate and you needed to go but the lesson or the change that needed to happen still needed to happen under these constructs yeah still needed to happen under this vibration for you to catapult out of it yeah so though you took two years you picked up right where you left off uh-huh thank you for that because this is something that's really really important i i do think like it's there's so much value in taking time and space and healing and taking breaks like that's really really healthy and how can you practice relationship when you're not in relationship you can't you can't right so like Who's to say that like, cause the story was right. Like, oh, well, what the fuck? Like I took these two years off and like, here I am. And the first person I meet, like, bam, it's the same fucking narrative and the same fucking program. I think he, like in that moment, at one moment, he was like every person I ever dated yeah. wrapped up in one human body. Right, right. And I was like, who are you and what's happening? Yeah, like, like I, this is not what I signed up for. I did all this work so that I could align with my partner, but there are things that happen in relationship, right? Which like Ahmed Santos teach that like, like it's, it's where we alchemize because you bumping into this avatar, who's like a representation of pieces of every man that you've dated, like that had to happen because it did mm -hmm. right in order. It to, had to happen. Yes. And in order to allow you to be reflected back to yourself and see, okay, these are the places, these are the stories. This is that, this is that. And this is how I'm showing up to every one of the stories. And I'm now retelling my trauma story mm -hmm. to myself, which I really think I'm creating him to act in a certain yes. way so I can witness it to revalidate my story until I say no fucking more. We're not doing that story anymore. Yeah. So that's what came in back to creation last night. I'm not doing that story anymore. Yeah, no. And now he can do whatever he wants uh -huh. and he's going to play it out. But I'm going to choose to not, even if something is brought to me, I'm not attaching to that story anymore. And I actually fit, think deep in my heart, that story is not even going to present itself. It won't. Because once you, once you graduate and really claim that, like it won't be in your field anymore. Like here's like a random, just random example. But like when I used to work in healthcare at hospitals, right. Mm -hmm. And like, I worked with older patients and they would 
I was always feeling like every single one of my coworkers was getting engaged, married, babies, rings, all the fucking shit, right? And I was like really frustrated. <laughs> and I'm like, why? It's always like everyone else's moment, turn, whatever. It's never my turn. Always the bridesmaid, yes. never the bride. <laughs> and I was like bitter and I was much younger and I didn't understand like a lot of this work or any of it probably. And so all this to say, almost once a day, an elderly person would ask me, are you married? And I'd be like, like, oh my God, again, I have to say like, no, blah, blah, blah. And then they would, they would repeat my narrative to me. Like, oh, well, you better hurry up. Oh, what are you going to do about kit? Like blah, 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 blah. Right. And finally I was like, you know what? Fuck this. Like I, I'm not engaging in this dynamic anymore. And I just decided. And then nobody asked me again nobody and if they and if there was like one person I think one person asked me I just made a joke about it I was like oh so what do you think I should do like just go up, pick the first guy I meet off the street like is that what I should do like it just when it's no longer in our energy there's nothing to like bounce off of it mm -hmm. right there's mm -hmm. nothing it's not charged mm -hmm. it's not charged it's not charged so and then also like you said in showing up differently like if we just clear our own space our own energy right no matter what, we will rise and elevate into a new vibration, a new frequency, no matter what. Whoever's in our field will either rise as well and shift or they will fall away. Mm -hmm. And my whole thing is like, I don't like when they fall away. Like, and then I like go get Try them. Again. I'm like, wait, come back. Me come too. Back. And they're like, like oh no, leave me alone. I'm like, no, but you fell away. And they're and like, the universe is like, can you please literally let them go? The universe is like, I am trying to give you what you want. And you yeah. are chasing the fucking, like, so one of my friend Tiff, my friend Tiffany, I was telling Sarah this analogy. She was like, I don't know if this is okay to say, but whatever. Like we were talking about just different energies of, of men. And when we were back in the toxic masculinity conversation, but yeah. like my friend Tiffany, who's such a trip, she was like, we're we belong in the penthouse mm -hmm. and like it's okay to own that like and a lot of these guys like belong in the lobby mm -hmm. and not to say anything bad about the lobby but it's just not that's just not aligned with the penthouse energy mm -hmm. and but we're going down to the lobby like looking around in the lobby and like it's not possible so for me like the person that I just dated was also like you the perfect avatar for like all of this pain that I experienced as a kid, my narrative. And he was like reflecting that all back to me. And I was like, what the actual fuck is happening? But it was so clear in my face that I was like, okay, I'm no longer, I, I'm not available for this, mm -hmm. but I still didn't want to let it go. Cause my wounded part of myself was like, but I like, like there are certain things that I like about this person, but he was literally just like banished out of my energy mm -hmm. field. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have to do anything. Mm -hmm. We never have to do it. Anything. Mm -hmm. No, when but, something's done, it's done bad or good. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but the person that does the work though, will always rise and elevate. And so mm -hmm. we don't know, and there are no guarantees. And that's the part that people find challenging, right? It's like, there are no guarantees. Like maybe this relationship will be like a lifetime. Maybe it'll be a week. Maybe it'll be a season, a reason or a yeah, lifetime, that, right? Reason, season, lifetime. Yeah. We don't know how long any of it's going to be, but like our relationship with ourselves is a lifetime mm -hmm. and beyond. Mm -hmm. So how can we become like the truest and highest version of ourselves and just emanate everything that we desire to experience in the world, right? Mm -hmm. Like how can we show up just emanating love mm -hmm. and emanating like peace and joy and like celebration, like dancing. Oh my God. I'm, I'm obsessed with dancing lately because mm -hmm. I just can't get enough of it. Cause it's just like, I just want to celebrate and like yes. be in that vibe and also shake out any like old residual trauma energy mm -hmm. through celebration. Like it doesn't always have to be the doom and gloom and the sad and uh -huh. the crying. And I'm like, I'm just, I'm tired of like everything okay. of the seriousness and yeah. the sadness. And it's like doing this work and it's like, mm -hmm. like, no, like I'm, yeah, I want to be a, like, I, I'm, I don't want, I'm, I'm, I am, I feel like I'm there of like, like now we get to you play. Are yeah, we do get to play. And I can really turn around and help people walk through because I'm not in the muck of my own stuff. Yeah. I can literally turn around and help to bring yes. up. I'm yes. not going to do the work for you. I'll tell you that. Well, much, you can't, you know, you can't do the work for anyone, yeah. but you can. And this is the piece where like, I feel like if people truly understood the value of doing your own work and clearing out your own energy and field and body of these energies, 
it's so powerful because that is what then we create from that space. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, if we can do that work, I mean, that's why I'm so obsessed with it and I will never stop doing it because it's, it's never truly done, but Mm -hmm. it's more of a, just remembering of the truth of who you are. Like there's nothing wrong with any of us. We're perfect. Exactly. In this moment, as we are, we are God in this moment and Mm -hmm. perfect and divine it's more of a releasing and letting go of the things that are not the truth of who the we stories, are. the baggage yes. of the fucking story, yeah. the baggage of the trauma and, and the programming. Yeah. And the programming. So when we were talking about toxic masculinity and the schedule, so it's yeah, like, please, you know, <laughs> right now it's like, okay, they're showing up. Okay. <laughs> they are going to say this, this, and that right, right on schedule. Okay. At about five Oh seven, they'll go in for a kiss, kiss, check. I'm going to respond. Okay. I responded in my default respond there. And then we're going to do this. And then I'm going to do this because now I'm operating out of my wounded feminine toxicity. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to respond like that. So I'm taking in this one, I'm taking responsibility. Beautiful. I love this. See, this is why we had to do this today. Yeah. Yeah. Wait for this, so moment. this moment. We were mid process before and it wasn't flowing properly. And then like, I don't know if I want to have sex in this moment, but this is really good. And we're like really deep in it. So I am probably just going to say yes, <laughs> but we've established no relationship before this. So I really, I have no idea where this is going or what anyone wants, or I, I just, all I know is that I'm in my default response now. Uh-huh. So we have sex. There's a nice goodbye. and then there's nothing right and right and then there's nothing and then it leaves you fucking spinning yeah and like and then they come back at some point right or they like you see them and they're fucking weird so now you have to be weird and now everyone's weird and then something changes and then they come back and it's all like oh no and then you're like oh maybe like okay we just had a weird moment and then they get you and then they get you to sleep with them again and then they're like fucking gone again Mm. right Mm -hmm. and then now you're like well now I don't know how to act because now I'm being in my programming so my programming that I was taught was don't be fucking weird don't overly ask what something is don't Mm. be fucking needy but you know this that this (laughs) that so I have to sit here and shut the fuck up and be a good little girl yeah because I can't fucking say anything because I don't know how and I don't know where and I don't know what's happening. And then I'm putting it all on them that they get to make all the decisions. Now I'm powerless, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then they come back again, right on schedule with something else. But now I'm super fucked up. So I, yeah. my default is to just like, I'm cold, stony, detached, like uh, my nervous system. I don't know what, what which one are we going to go? Are we going to go with the, you want to fuck me? Or are we going to go with the one like, you don't want to fucking talk to me and get away from me. I don't know where we're at in this part. So I'm really fucking confused. And I, so I'm just going to sit, stand here fucking quiet. And you said something so important, Sarah, which was like the subconscious programming, right. Of like, whatever the story is. So like, Oh, here it is right on schedule. Yep. Okay. Slept with him. Okay, cool. Yep. Now he's not talking to me. Like that's the evidence for the old story. Right. Mm -hmm. So then we actually create a self-fulfilling prophecy because we show up in our protection and in our whatever, like stony, cold, whatever, which creates the very thing that we didn't want to create, which then perpetuates the narrative. Mm -hmm. So what you were saying was like, we have to flip the script and do something differently, mm-hmm. which like throws it mm-hmm. because it's like a pattern interrupt in the brain mm-hmm. where it's like, hold on. like And a glitch in the universe, right? Yeah. Glitch in the matrix. Yeah. But that is how we create differently because you know what? There's no fucking formula. There's right? no formula. There's no formula. And everyone's story is different. Like some people can't sleep with each other. Like the first couple of times hanging out and be together for 20 yeah. years. And some people can wait two months then sleep with each other and it still fucking ends. Yeah. They're, and they're, or they're together for the night. Like, mm-hmm. And even like, so what I ended up doing was through all of this and like the last time I saw him, I was just like detached and cold and angry and who knows what, and I'm tired and of my own self, you know, this, and like, I don't know how to act. I don't know how to be. I'm, I'm, I'm literally like to spirit. I'm like, I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. I'm at a complete fucking loss here. And I'm, I also know that I, I really am not this, I do not have a desire to continue this story again. 
Yeah. I really don't. Yeah. I, I desire something different, but I don't know what to do at this moment for that. And then that's when we were having the conversation the other day with Matt and you guys, if we're going to take it, kind of circle it back around to there of you guys saying like, what's my part in it? And yes. at first my ego and my defense mechanisms are like nothing. Yeah. I showed up and I'm na na na. And they're like, wait, no, Sarah, you can get really fucking cold mm-hmm. and you can get so stone faced that someone doesn't know how to like mm-hmm. react off of you mm-hmm. or you don't think that the other person might, maybe they really like you and maybe they don't know what to do now. And it's a lot for them, but you just think that they're being an asshole, Mm. but they might be having some internal struggle that you don't know about, but then you become this other person and you become a fucking cold bitch. Yeah. And you're now giving a mixed signal. You know what I mean? So now everyone's giving mixed signals. Yeah. So yeah, even though some things happened, which would warrant that story for every single person to tell me to just walk away. I decided to do something different for myself. Mm -hmm. And it's not out of a place of need. And it wasn't out of a place of victim. And it wasn't out of a place of anything. It was me breaking my pattern. Like, well, if they don't call me, I don't reach out. I never reach out. I'm not fucking reaching out. Right. That's my story. Mm -hmm. That's my programming. That's my, like in my ego that I don't reach out. Mm -hmm. So I don't give a fuck now what I perceive that he did to me. All I know that my next for me to clean my side of the street and move forward and let this, the pieces fall, how they want to fall. If it continues or it doesn't, my story needs to change. Amen. So I picked up my phone and did something that I never do. And the few times I've done it in the past, it didn't work out for me. So I had fear around doing it because it backfired on me. And I got exactly what I thought I was going to happen, that I was going to be rejected, Mm -hmm. but I did it anyway. And I just wished him a good week, but you did it from a different space, which I did it from a, I wasn't doing it to get anything back. I was doing it for my personal, I need to change all of my stories and I need to show up differently. Right. Right. Not like, and I didn't expect him to even answer. Yeah, you didn't. And the whole anything. day went on. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, he's not going to answer. Okay, cool. Like, but I did what I needed to do. And then he eventually answered. Right. And I don't know what that means. And I don't yeah. know where that goes from here. But yeah. like, I needed to get past my own shit. And I need, I'm really consciously working on right now. I've, I've slowly been working on it, but it dropped in more today of like, Stop saying things from the past that are still true. You don't know anymore. You're a different person. So even like with this business thing and my friend's like, oh, well, like something about a presentation at your house. And I right away want to be like, I don't do presentations at my house Mm -hmm. because of da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And it was like, don't say that. You don't know. Maybe just today you don't do presentations at your house. Maybe in this moment, that's not aligning with you. When you're hearing about a presentation at your house, you're not going to do a presentation at your house. Why don't you just text and say, as of right now, today, mm-hmm. I don't feel comfortable doing a presentation at my house. Yeah. Maybe that will change in the future or maybe it won't. Yeah. But I'm not going to say I don't do something. I'm just going to own that in this moment. It's not aligned. I love that. And I love what you said, like in, in this moment, bringing it back to today, which is like part of what I've learned in the 12 step rooms is like bringing it into this moment because we'll go like into the past and like make a story based on what we experienced in the past and what that means about how this person's showing up in this moment and blah, 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 blah. Or we like future trip. And neither one of those serves us because it's like, what is in front of me? And this is what I learned from Santos. Like what's in front of me in this moment? Number one, number two, who do I want to be in the world? regardless of how this person shows up Mm -hmm. or not. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. who do I want to be? How do I want to operate? What do I like? How am I in integrity with my beliefs and my values in your highest truth and my highest truth. And if I am showing up in that way, honoring myself Mm -hmm. and I have to trust that like, if the other person hangs with me, cool, they're meant to hang with me Mm -hmm. for a bit. And if they don't, okay. Like it's, that they're just not, and it has nothing to do with you. It really doesn't. And when you, the more you understand this stuff and you, you learn yourself and know yourself and see how you're playing out your own BS, right? Everybody's doing that. Mm-hmm. Everybody's doing it. And so like, I even had a moment where this guy that I'm seeing, right? Like 
I had this one. I'm like, I think he might be another unavailable person, like mm-hmm. an, yet another one. And I was like, fuck. And, but I also felt my body getting triggered by something because he had just been out of town and then came back. And then he was like, I'm leaving again to go out of town again. And I was like, remembered a conversation we had months ago where he was like, haven't been super available because I've been working. And I was like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. And I remember like p- my part is when I see that mm-hmm. someone's unavailable, that's the moment where I need to actually like exit stage left. Right. When I really truly know and confirm that they're unavailable versus getting more and in, more invested, more attached, more connected. So I did something that I wouldn't normally do. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, you're going out of town again, huh? Like, and I was feeling myself get like, oh, like, this isn't great. And, and I also, um, I bounced it off of a couple of my friends, because that's another thing we need, like a board of directors mm-hmm. to support us, mm-hmm. because we can get swept up in our trauma and our oh, yeah. story so easily, like my body was reacting. Anyway, I asked him, I was like, so um, how often do you travel? Like what's happening there? Because I just want to see if I'm doing yet the yet the same pattern of like hanging out with another unavailable person. And I checked in with him and I was like, he might come back and say to me, like, yeah, I'm not really available, mm-hmm. but he came back and he was like, I totally hear you. And I heard it in your voice that you felt like some kind of way about it. And he was like, I am open and available. And cause people will tell you if they're unavailable, mm-hmm. they will tell you, they'll let you know, but like, they do. Yeah. They will always they really tell you. Do. And it's, people- it's your choice if you want to hear it yeah. or that you might be able to change them or yeah. something. And right? that we got to speak to that because that's the whole thing um, in itself, like that desire to like make the unavailable person available, which doesn't even have to do with them. It's more like just wanting to close the loop that we experienced in childhood of like not getting our needs met. Mm-hmm. Um, but all this to say, like I asked him and then he was like, I'm open and available. I'm like, okay, for today, this is the information I have. He seems open and available. Okay. That's for today. That's right. It has nothing to do with the past of anyone that was unavailable. No. In, and his geological location has nothing to do with the energetics of him being available or unavailable. Yeah. And, and what if there's a possibility beyond which I've experienced already in my life, right? because there is, there always is, there's Mm -hmm. infinite possibilities, but we have to believe that there are other possibilities because if we don't, we will not be able to see them. Mm -hmm. It will be right here and we'll be like looking over there. Oh yeah. So, and that goes with like literally everything, everything. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 313. Okay. We're going to, we're going to wrap this one up here. We're going to end it. And there's so much more we're going to be, be continued. Oh, this is like, we've just like, I feel like now are like at the, like chipping off the top so of good. some stuff. And this was like, sorry, y'all missed the like long conversations that got us here. But I think we're just in such a more grounded, focused, mm-hmm. um, healthier space to be able to like start really speaking of this stuff mm-hmm. and not from a overly charged emotional space. For sure. For um, sure. Yeah. But thanks for thank you sitting with awesome. me. Like, yeah, we'll be back. We're gonna be back. Yeah, we'll be we're back gonna be for sure. Thank, thank you for watching. And thanks, guys. And we'll be back really soon. Yeah. Bye.